Welcome to the Pipeline. I'm Piper. I'm here to break it down for you in the following ways. News, pop culture, expect a little politics, and the general comings and goings of our planet. A quick shout out to my sponsors, Fades by Fox, best fades in the game. Go check him out and make your appointment today through his Instagram at the Trill Messiah and at 408 Farms, also on Instagram. These people are fine cannabis cultivators and canna products. Send my Cali fam a message on Instagram at 408 Farms with the coupon code Pipe did it again, and you'll receive an extra can of product made with love just for you. Hello, my name is Colin. Hey guys, this is Piper with the Pipeline. And today we are talking about uh, the climate crisis. So how that uh, pertains to you here in Dallas, the threats of the heat-related illnesses due to increasing and increasingly prolonged heat waves will continue to play Dallas, Texas uh, residents. And just anyone in the South, really, and anywhere, anywhere in America and the world, but the South, the closer you are to the equator, the worse it is. I mean, I know y'all feel it. This isn't just me reporting my opinions on how the world is cooking itself and all of us alive along with it. This is recently published information in the journal of uh, the Environmental Research Communications uh, Journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was the hottest June ever this year, and like that's every June. It's the hottest June ever. <laughs> so once again, we beat the record. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's a real problem. It's like probably the biggest problem we face. Yeah, it truly is only getting hotter here in Dallas. I mean, more and more like people's dogs can't go outside as much. People can't go outside as much. I think this summer on social media, I saw more people talking about how they had fallen out from a heat related uh, illness. Heat strokes and other heat related fatalities tops the list of weather related deaths of the past 30 years and have only gone up recently. So people are straight up dying from the heat. Yeah, I stay inside so much. (laughs) I truly cannot take it. And then when I do have to venture outside into the heat, there's sunscreen in my car, in my backpack. I am lathering that stuff on, rubbing it all over myself like, You'll get us all one day, but not today. I truly can't take it on my skin. Yeah, it's just too, it's just too damn hot. Let's be honest. <laughs> There's like unprecedented heat waves that hit from uh, not only from Oklahoma to New England last month. So like, let let that sink in. From Oklahoma, the like the isn't it of the rainy country. in the UK? No, it's not like... the not the UK. New England. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> like Massachusetts, uh, but from Oklahoma. In the middle of the country, all the way to the eastern seaboard, there was unprecedented heat waves. <laughs> not, not only not, that, like, not great. Uh, so the Union of Concerned Scientists backed these projections found in the journal that I just mentioned. Some of the smartest people in the world are convening to tell us all that you're burning alive. And that we should take notice. Yeah, and I mean... <laughs> I, speaking of taking notice, a lot of people have been like in the past climate denial, climate change denial and stuff was like really high, 
But with uh, Hurricane Dorian, climate change is real. Oh, yeah. Well, and then every major weather event lately has been just upgraded. It's, Extreme. Yeah. it's Everything is, like, almost Katrina level now. Like Every, yeah. yeah look at the Bahamas. Everything, like... It's, it's only getting crazier and crazier. Hurricane Dorian was a real bitch. It's headed for the uh, Florida coastline right now. Yeah, the Bahamas are devastated. But the Bahamas are devastated. And it was made, Hurricane Dorian was made special for us via climate change. Parts of the island are completely destroyed. And much of Grand Bahamas is still underwater. The destruction is like, truly un, magnificent. Like two to three stories underwater, like underwater. <laughs> and, and you look at this small island in the destruction. Sorry, but you look at this destruction, and I think it's the scale. It's such a small area to just truly be flattened by what uh, reportedly was up to 23 feet of just ocean. Can you imagine just the ocean just 23 feet came upon you? And somehow, like, you were still around. I, I mean, but I, not everybody. Like, not hey, a, yeah, yeah, it fucking, yeah, yeah, over half the homes on uh, both of the main islands are destroyed. Well, and shit, Puerto Rico's under, like, about to be underwater again, or is under, is facing the same things from Hor uh, Hurricane Dorian, and they haven't even recovered from the last one. Yeah. And the president's talking about how he doesn't want to give, how, the, you know, the money was, uh, they get too much money anyway, and this and that, so... I mean, these are people that are, I mean, not, they live in American territories in Puerto Rico and are going to be, they're still without major parts without electricity from the last hurricane and are now about to get hit again. It's wild. Yeah, Democrats are truly feeling, uh, feeling the damage and the pressure of future climate-related disasters that are sure to come uh, following Dorian. Per the concerned, again, the concerned scientist union, and let me make this clear. These people aren't getting paid. They aren't the paid scientist union. They're concerned. <laughs> They're concerned. When you have, uh, when have you ever heard of that? No, these people are using their superhero minds and addressing the world for free because yeah, they're it's, concerned. Because it's that fucked up. And like, what is it? Something like people estimate, I think it's in, we have like 12 years or some people are estimating less that um, if we don't, what is it? Around 11 years to fix climate change before damage is irreversible. So, and some people are estimating up to like as little as like two to three years. So, yeah, honestly, the really 12 got... years one I think is to like pacify us all because yeah, 12 years makes feel... me feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> the but back to the destruction in of Dorian, um, the the heat waves, Democrats, the climate change, they're pressing for it because, uh, they're using the fulcrum of the Green New Deal, and um, they're pushing it more with the urgency of Dorian behind them because uh, they do see it as uh, what, what if when is this going to happen to Hawaii? You know what I'm saying? When, what are we going to do then? Or just how anywhere. are we going to respond? Like, it's already happening to like Florida. It's happening. It's happening everywhere. Yeah, like soon places will be straight up underwater. Like uh, they they estimated that Dallas was going to be like an oceanfront property. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like... insane. And then our president, his response to the Hurricane Dorian was he had never heard of a Category 5 hurricane was his first response. And he's also talking about nuking hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, like what? That sounds like a Sharknado situation yeah, to me, honestly. Real. Talking about the Green New Deal, like that's something that needs to happen. Like it's it, the Green New Deal, if, if you haven't heard about it, is like, a 
complete it's like uh it's just a climate change overhaul like we need everyone it's needs an to, outline yeah everyone needs to get involved it's like just getting everyone involved and getting this problem solved and like getting these things taken care of and uh even though the democratic party is supposed to be the party that takes like is responsible for this type you know or are supposed to care about this type of stuff for some reason the dnc uh voted against allowing 2020 candidates to participate in the climate change debate which is baffling. It's me. baffling. <laughs> President Trump has been a longtime climate change and climate science denier, proudly, I would say. And um, the D- mentioning the DNC again, like, the Democratic Democrat. National that's, that's Committee. Committee. Supposedly, that's not the Republicans, y'all. That's the, <laughs> the yeah. other team. Washington. And they're still not trying to fucking. They don't want to talk about it for some reason. Washington State Democratic Chair Tina Pulowski. Um, what a name, geez. Uh, wrote a resolution openly calling for the twenty. 20 um, elections to have climate change be the main issue in a lot of the debates and like uh cullen said they shot it down and it it almost seems like uh the powers that be uh trumped them not to yeah i mean like lobbyists are spending the five largest oil and gas companies have spent 20 million dollars a year lobbying to delay control or block policies to tackle climate change there's huge money you weirdo <laughs> there's huge money going against the people like big money big corporations they don't want this to be taken care of they rather have their i don't know their interests and worry about like literally everyone on the planet but the um secondary well there's been a couple of dnc responses since they were obviously um thwarted in their um attempt to making the climate crisis a um Bigger issue. Bigger issue at one center stage. Um, Christine Pelosi has posed the question, why why is climate change an issue that is kept separate from issues like gun violence or the opioid epidemic even? Why is this a separate issue? Why is it off limits? Uh, I don't get why it's off limits, but like I get why it's separate. (laughs) I don't know if I do get why it's separate. Uh, I feel like especially with the opioid epidemic, it is... Uh, well, it, that's not affecting the planet, but like it's affecting America in a really severe way, and um, the yeah, climate and crisis so much money is has gone towards that and rehabilitation and that and stuff. And the climate, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. <laughs> like we're looking, like we're gonna the dust bowl ain't shit compared to what's coming. <laughs> like it's about to be bad, bad. So, um, who, why, why is there so much controversy over this? Uh, it's because people are benefiting from um dying industries and fossil fuels uh i mean do we all remember oh, yeah. president trump and his panel panel of goons have been trying have been day oneers on the uh, uh day one deniers on the climate crisis well, and they try to bring back the coal industry and, it's, and all yes, this shit that's they, like straight up undeniably bad bailed the out the coal industry yeah. they've uh, bought land in florida to uh make their make factories for iron and steel which will obviously run on coal or fossil fuels <laughs> and exactly exactly but um so to alexandria Ocasio cortez or aoc, AOC <laughs> way easier to say. yeah way easier to say uh is a democratic representative in new york she's that uh small kind of mousy lady who's been kind of telling it like it is yeah you've seen grass- clips of her she had that grassroots campaign she's like a bartender in uh the bronx i thought it was tacos nope not she was a bartender (laughs) and uh either i think it was the bronx and uh yeah she had a grassroots campaign and won a seat 
and has really been mixing stuff up. Like she's, she's been sh- pursuing climate of, crisis and yeah. putting it on the center center stage, definitely that, um, that to the dismay of her male counterparts. And even um, some of her female counterparts, some of the old guard uh, female counterparts and stuff too. Like she's really disrupting the whole. The whole she's shaking it up. Way. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Facebook videos do her justice. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. spicy. She, oh yeah, she's I like, like her. crazy well. Like she, she speaks so like I don't know. Like she does speak very well. Yeah, but like she's like also throwing shade, but like in like a political manner. Like she's doing. Oh great yes, job. with such decorum. Exactly. She does. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's also one of the only people on uh, Twitter and shit. Or excuse me, Twitter is like uh, Trump. You're you're racist, man. Like straight up and uh i, I, I like that <laughs> not a lot, of, a lot of people are dancing around that and she's calling it out i do believe yeah it's her it's completely uh props to her because she's the one who's been pushing this issue she's the one who made the outline i mean it's been criticized in um every way and scrutinized in every way um yeah. since it was released in february but of course it was gonna be um criticized and scrutinized it's the first draft it's the first draft of anything. You have to move things around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But her outline emphasized on um, investing um, in renewable energy, taxing those companies that do pollute more, which is what we're all um, calling for, really. Yeah, just like things, the Green New Deal things are just things that would help the environment across the board. Like in Costa Rica, up. the environment tax works. Like, uh, people are taxed for their pollutants, and that money is given, given, no corruption involved. It's invested back into the environment. No, it's actually, it's working. Okay, okay. Um, Costa Rica remains, like, one of the uh, greenest. Uh, most sustainable, self-sustainable country. Or, uh, yeah. Not self-sustainable, but greenest countries in um, the world. Despite being pillaged. I like her as well. I like her as well. She inspires me. But so um, earlier... You were talking about... um, You are talking about people invest... Like uh, big companies and stuff and the money involved. So Warren Buffett, who is like... Considered like he's... He's who Donald Trump wishes he was. He's like actually a financial genius. Like that dude is... He makes all the money, man. Like that guy is so smart. Like he's one of the richest people in the world. I feel like like saying that name is like saying... Like Voldemort's name, Warren Buffett. No, Warren Buffett's not. Not Warren Buffett. Buffett. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it's like if you say it, he'll show up. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> but Warren Be- uh, Buffett has invested thirty billion with a b-, 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 b billion in clean energy. So like, there is money to be made. Like smart money. It 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 doesn't have to be this old school way of thinking. We're like, oh, we gotta use coal and we gotta do this and that. Like, oh yeah, there can be. The, the job market for the sustainable and green energy mark, like field is, it's it's boundless. Well, and, it's and insane. Ger- I, I want to say it's Germany. Uh, man, I may be getting misquoted here. But they cut out all coal and like that type of like false, like uh, dirty burning fuels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they they did it without having one person end up in the unemployment job, like line. Like they, they successfully, because that's what all, everyone's always saying. Like, mm-hmm. well, 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 with all these jobs. How will it transfer, yeah. Yeah, and like. There's a way to do it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I know Germany's the how they did it in and out. The inner workings. Yeah. American psychologist and sociologist uh, Noam Chomsky. It's going to take massive ac- activism for us to fight against in any and have any hopes of overturning what we're heading for, which is a state of totalitarianism. You know what uh, I'm I saying? Mean, I think we're so like. 
yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take a while. Like Trump posted a picture the other day on Twitter that had him with a 2024 uh, campaign poster. We've only elected is... that president uh, president three times, and we really liked him. It, well, and it was also all fucked. It still wasn't cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it was still like, fucked up. That's not okay. And then like this guy's like, oh, I'm on some dictator shit, just like on Twitter right now, <laughs> and like that's like uh, that's wild as hell, <laughs> like to say the least. For sure, for sure. But um, to bring it, I guess, uh, back down to uh, Dallas, this morning there was uh, news about the bust. Oh, yeah. Uh, the hotel opioid bust. Uh, what this is insane. Like every oh, every drug? drug? <laughs> yes. So in Dallas, was it? Um, there was up. a hotel who um, charged oh, drug dealers extra for their room and then regular people at a regular um amount he's uh kellen's bringing up the name right now and they would go to just have benders and it was well, no, yeah, it, it was just a, it was like a truly unadulterated like unadulterated like um i don't even know how to explain it. no it's law called, existed in these yeah uh, the han jill hotel town and it was it's it was it's twenty miles away. From, it's in uh it's in Irving. It's twenty miles away from Corinth High School, and like there was like four murders there, and there was like eight overdoses. Like it's truly a crazy crazy thing, and uh they just they they finally busted it down and stuff and did a raid, but uh just there's there's video surveillance. It's like it's unimaginable almost. It's like um. It almost seems like a third world thing where like it was people just were tortured inside this yeah, hotel. Yeah, torched to death. You and walked shit. into this hotel into another planet. It seems like uh, the was... pictures can be found online. It's very decrepit looking. It's insane. Uh, and it, like, yeah, this dude, this this guy that owned the hotel would char- He knowingly charged drug dealers more. Would take it. There's videos of him taking cash, walking around with a big ass gun. Uh, and he, it, it's just like one of the wildest stories I've ever read. And it's like right in our backyard. And this is like, I, I'm not saying this to say, oh, you know, crime only happens in certain neighborhoods. It only happens in Oak Cliff or this and that. But this was like, th- this is really close to an affluent neighborhood. Like this, a lot of, really, the fuck, the messed up thing is, is, uh, no one really gave a shit. It's been going on for two years. And then two kids died from Corinth and a couple kids from Frisco got in trouble. So then that's when they got the federal government involved. I was wondering because this has been a long-standing operation. Yeah. Obviously, they've been operating this way for a while now. Yeah. It's it's like breaking developments to do just went to court today. He's pleading to like... <laughs> he owned a drug empire and he's claiming to be like, oh yeah, I just owned a property where drugs happen and stuff. It's it's absurd. It's like truly crazy, but it's really right in our backyard and it's just and it's one of those things, man, where like the drug problem, especially the opiate epidemic, which is like that's everywhere right now. It's starting It really off. is. Oklahoma if you think it's just, not, it's o- next door Oklahoma for real. Just won a case against I wanna say it's Johnson, Johnson and Johnson, Johnson yep. Yeah, that um that they are directly responsible for the opiate epidemic yeah. and had to pay like some crazy billions amounts to restorations. That company is now going under like chapter nine. I heard they're have... investing in uppers though. No, to that... offset. <laughs> That's the <laughs> <a> truth. <dream>. Okay. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, they like are going like file on chapter nine and stuff because like, Oh, we didn't expect 
our evilness to come back on us. But like it started with the talcum powder, y'all. It started there. Johnson, and it Johnson, all started no. to it unravel. Started with, like, they, and then Johnson Johnson, yeah, sure, talcum powder. But uh <laughs> they uh they were they were the ones that mentioned like um Oxycontin and stuff, and then like that got all of like Apple, like why like coal miner country and stuff is all messed up, is because they just like were feeding people Oxycontin because they like hurt their elbow. <laughs> yeah, they were using it as a major and um... well, they well the companies told everybody that it's like ah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like aspirin, just give it to people, <laughs> just take it. Yeah, and it's then like fine. Doc- doctors prescribed it like ad nauseum. And now there's a huge op- there's a huge opiate epidemic, and that's led now and not passed beyond just the pills to heroin and uh, just, just opiates. You know what I'm saying? And it, it it leaks into every community. Like the super affluent communities of Capel and Frisco are dealing with ODs of their young people and stuff. And I'm not saying like their lives are worth more or anything like that. I'm just oh, saying no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, it's just—it's just now a problem. Yeah, exa- in the eyes of, of the that. government. Yeah, now that rich white kids are dying, people and we really can't get, have it. Yeah. We can't have it. <laughs> Who's gonna run the country yeah, if all of our really rich white issues. kids are dead from the opioid epidemic? Thanks, yeah. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> but it's it's truly crazy, and like this this hotel was like a hub for like two years, and like. They got multiple complaints. There was all this crazy stuff, and like news going on, and all Dallas County did was uh, give them. Uh, uh, they ticketed them for code violations. <laughs> you got exposed pipes and stuff. Oh, okay. And then until these white kids started dying, and then like two days later, they were like, "And we're in this bitch." <laughs> like, oh, okay. Busted it down. But yeah, no, the opiate epidemic is like, it's crazy. And also, I was recently reading an article. I wish I could quote which one it was, but how um drug tests are becoming less and less important now in um in uh in that in empl- employers and stuff because in industries because white people are addicted to are have are the rate of white people having drug addiction or suffering from drug addiction is rising opiate. yeah and like yeah it is suffering it's, it's a disease and stuff don't get me wrong but it's super fucked up that <laughs> when beforehand it was whatever it's but now pretty that, strict now that white people are on drugs it's uh, it's a whole other thing. It's like, oh, yeah. well, we're really okay. exactly. And it's a, uh, it's a real wild. I mean, like the story is still unfolding and stuff. Uh, clearly seen. Yeah, and should is... not go unnoted by the younger public or anybody. Also, watch out for that opiate epidemic, y'all. <laughs> it's rough out there. Um, I mean, I remember when I was in high school. Thank God, people were just you know smoking weed and stuff. But apparently now. It's way easier Everyone's to get doing heroin. heroin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's but, like a um, big deal. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's wild, man. Like it is it is seeping into every. It's not an inner city problem. It's not a uh, residential problem. It's everywhere. It's everybody. It's out in the sticks. It's out here in Dallas for sure. Yeah, in um, the suburbs of Dallas, especially, all these rich kids love it. Plano, Frisco. Their ODs from uh, opiates has like skyrocketed in the past couple of years. It's like truly, it's it's an epidemic, is what it is, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's 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 no good. I would say, you know, uh, <laughs> what Nancy Reagan say? Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take yeah. it from old Nancy Reagan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's awful, but <laughs> she's awful, but um, but let uh, let's get to um. How 
uh, all of this is is, is affecting um, immigrants. Okay. Um, climate change, the opioid epidemic. Well, a bunch of people are coming up because, like, the South America and, you know, uh, uh, Central America and stuff is, like, it's getting too, people are, like, falling out and stuff. It's getting too hot to, like, live. Yeah. People are coming northward, and then we have... And then so many parts of South America don't even have um, a waste system. So people oh, are yeah, living damn. within their garbage. Like one hundred percent of the water in Mexico City is contaminated. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. don't drink the water in Mexico. Is Every, it everyone a knows thing. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why. But yeah, no. People are. It's it's coming to the point where every people are trying to come up uh, come up across the border and stuff. And instead of lending a helping hand, like our country is literally built on and founded on, we're turning people away. We're putting them in. I people say internment camps. I disagree with that. These are straight up jails, man. Internment camps. They're bad. Like you walk around and so this is a single <clears throat> concrete room with bars. With about fifty tents in it. No, no, they don't even got no, no, no. They ain't oh, got the tents. pictures I've seen have tents in it. The, I mean, the ones I'm talking about in Texas and stuff across the border is a, just one big concrete room where the lights are always on. It's standing room only. It's like you had like at a show, standing room only. You can't lay down. You can't do anything. They, they give you the, some people have thermal blankets, some people don't. It's, people are ill. They're, they're supposed to be like only held there for forty eight hours or something to that effect, but people are there for weeks and months and stuff. And this is not children just... are dying. Children are being molested. Oh, women so Women are getting raped. Like they found an ice agent that was a fucking straight up serial killer. He killed like that's insane. Like a handful. It's of not women. just an American problem either. Um. Boats of immigrants are being are shot, shot down getting shit, shot yeah. and sunken, mm -hmm. and it's just population control, really. Well, and you know too, like in uh, if you're thinking about the ones in the Mediterranean, those are just civilians. Yeah, that, those aren't even. That's not like the government doing that or anything like that. That's just racist people with boats and water cannons sinking boats full of migrants. It's just like effectively killing people and children and stuff. Like people escaping the effects of climate change that we, America, spearheaded because our number one export is warfare. So not yeah. only are we bombing everywhere, we are the, also the number one exporter of CO2 emissions and doing nothing about it. No, that is us. I thought China was... No, it's one. us. Okay, I believe you, I believe you. But yeah, no, it's fucking horrible <laughs> and like we are treating everybody like, we're like we're creating these problems and stuff across the world and like we had something similar to it the paris uh agreement or whatever the hell let me look it up and like trump immediately back like he like one of his first things he did was like nah we're not doing that and that was like a big deal yeah it's just the the climate control is truly it we need to get it it's it's gonna end the world man like <laughs> it's 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 but this, this is, is it. This is like this is the one. It's not gonna be some asteroid. It's not gonna be some like cataclysmic. It's this. This is the thing that's doing it. And this We're is what's pressuring politicians and celebrities to celebrities to cross over into um, being politicians and politicians having to s stay relevant to be cared about yeah politicians so their issues now. can be heard and then their policies enacted because if they don't stay if these politicians aren't staying relevant like celebrities understand the importance of doing then this is what's going to happen it's going to land yeah. on the elite left to stay relevant like they know how to do and convey these issues so we do need to see more videos of bernie sanders 
trying to be relevant so yeah, we can yeah, get, yeah. have well, a and, chance at having someone who should be making the decisions for this well, country and, like, and repairing the uh, reputation sure. of the United States. And speaking of uh, like politicians being celebrities and stuff, now I feel like that line has gotten really awkward. <laughs> like, like AOC has 5.3 million Twitter followers. <laughs> like, that's... That's a lot. That's a lot. Cory Booker, another That's the uh, New York representative yeah, who did the Green a New Deal outline. Yeah. She has that many Twitter followers, which is good because that means no, people are good, staying... Like, um, that's crazy. She's a politician. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's getting treated like a slave. Like, she's getting, like, t like TMZ talks to her and shit, which is yes, good. Like, yes. that's important, but, like... There's a weird new line that's getting blurred between like politicians and celebrities, which is like interesting. Uh, like Cory Booker, another dude who's a uh, Democratic candidate, one of the million Democratic candidates. We have way too many, but he's dating Rosario Dawson, <laughs> like A-list actress Rosario Dawson. All right. <laughs> yeah, like that's like some fucking crazy. It's a really that's... Marilyn Monroe Kennedy situation. Exactly. <laughs> the Obamas have a hundred million dollar plus developmental deal with Netflix. Like, oh my the, goodness, <laughs> the line the between. Obama... The yeah, lines between, <laughs> yeah, the lines between celebrity and politician is crazy. And I mean, like, honestly, too. But look at our president. Dude's a dude's a. Uh, He's a reality, reality TV yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah, star. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean. Upsettingly enough, that he even gained that title, America. Yeah, he so that's how he solidified himself. Like he became a name in every helm. Like people knew about him. He's always been out there doing dirty dealings but like that's how he solidified himself as a household name was, was a reality tv star and then like you have people on the other side that are celebrities that are then crossing over into the politician games so, like kim kardashian met with the president uh, prison i don't care how many stuff. times i see kim kardashian staying next to a president i actually i support her cause um in yeah, better yeah i need prison or uh, pr prison reform is important i respect it and support it 100 but i don't care how many times i see her standing next to the president Get out of here, Kim Kardashian. Like, <laughs> this isn't you. I feel you, especially with her husband saying that crazy shit he says <laughs> all the time. But, yeah. But, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, the blind, like, now, I think in the social media age especially, it's it's those lines between politician and celebrity are, I don't know, like, they're blurred and they're the same and it's just... It's all like, and it, I love that some that some. They have to stay relevant though for people sure, to care sure. for I the like, American like person that. to care. We have well, like they you have look to at like relevant. Don Cheadle and stuff, who's like out there supporting trans rights and stuff, and doing like all the right. Like I think it's important for people of influence to tell people the issues and like let them know, you know, like people that have a platform to let other folks know that maybe you know don't to know use stuff. a platform responsibly. Exactly, and I, and I think that's the best way to do it. Don't get me wrong. But it is just odd to see. And, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, man, LeBron James needs to just shut up and play basketball. No, man, he's got no, good ideas. He yeah. opened a school. Like, he's doing good things. He's got – he called the president a bum. That's a policy move. I respect it. Like, I think that if you have these ideas and stuff, go for them. And the – you like, use your yeah, platform Yeah, you have a huge platform. Exactly. And, I mean, as much as I don't – Kim Kardashian is not a favorite person of mine. Uh, she's helping with prison reform, which is a huge problem in this country. It is country. a huge problem. And that's, I mean, I'm with that. That's good. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, whatever. She's doing it. Good, good for her. Good, good for prison reform. Yeah, I don't know. That's a bit of a weird one. But, uh, I, I mean, it's just 
the lines are getting so blurred between kind of celebrity and politician and it, it does like kind of a reminiscent of like the 60s era and stuff of like uh like you know like jfk and messing with the rad pack and stuff like that it's kind of odd i i don't really know i don't know if it's good or bad i don't I'm still I'm staying tuned. I don't know. I don't if think it's that good there should bad. be so much intermingling between the entertainment media and then the news media and then those who run it and the politicians. But I do believe that politicians need to stay relevant in 2019. Yeah. In our they need to be able to like use the tools that are available to them, which is social media. And so Obama got elected because of his um his Facebook presence. There was a huge reason that yeah. he got elected and stuff. It, like because he was one of the first candidates to really understand the internet age and and work with it and make that work for him and his campaign and stuff and like it, yeah if you use it right it can work out great for you but at the same time look at trump and his army of trolls and shit that he got on twitter by just saying the craziest shit all the time and then now you know people are killing each other because of it like it's it's just a, it's an it's a crazy line like you got Yeah but we can't have him um pretty much shouting on the internet while the other side is uh, quiet. We oh, need yeah. to stay relevant. No, and for I sure. think that the left is finally seeing that and uh, making that. more noise. My opinion is the left Just is like soft, everybody else but... besides Bette Midler because she's been Bette Midler, the actress? Yeah, yes, she's, she's an amazing Twitter follower. Sure, sure, Or follow. Sure. She, she gets it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think part of the problem, especially with social media and stuff too, is like Republicans, like even today, today we're recording on 9-11 and they had the, um, so the Senate of the House of Representatives were going to vote on some stuff and the Republicans promised, hey guys, because the Democrats were going to go to a 9-11 memorial, they promised, hey, we're not going to pass it, we're not going to bring any serious issues to the floor, go do that, we'll join you, this and that. And when they went to the 9-11 memorial, they passed all these bills that were like, because no one was there to vote against them. I think yeah. it was less than half um, full occupancy of the... So they did their ghost voting where they yeah, go and like, they, press each other's numbers who aren't there? Well, no, they were all there. The Democrats just weren't. So they just had, they were, they had all the numbers and then there was like zero votes against it. And they, it, it's so, like, they, they got some shit passed or not passed, but moved to the next level. That's, I don't know, man. The Republicans, it seems, play like play hardball and stuff, which I don't say I respect. It's not great, but like God, we got giving them an advantage. Yeah, man, you gotta stop being so damn soft <laughs> on the other side. For sure, for sure. Yeah, you can't let Bette Midler take all the hard hits for you. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's also wild. The president is calling out celebrities and stuff. Like, but he called out Chrissy Teigen and called her like a foul mouthed bitch or something like super wild, like the other day. Oh uh, man, yeah, like the 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 crossing of celebrity into politics is absurd. It is absurd. It is absurd. You spoke about something. Oh yeah, today is nine eleven, and I feel like nobody else has, has spoken about it today except for me. It is a downer of a day a bit, but uh, we should remember it, and uh, we should speculate on it. Sure. I mean, nine eleven. All I'm so sorry for all the people that lost those li their lives. There's many heroes in 9-11, but it was also, like, used to start a forever war in the Middle yes, East. Yes, it was. Like, it ever was since then, we've been at war in the Middle East and, like, all about oil and stuff. So, I can and talk about 9-11 for all day. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Like, Today, um, remember 9-11 and then actually speculate on 9-11. Research, like, do some actual deep research. I mean, patriotism is good to a point you should you know love where you're from sure i i, I guess but like yes. <laughs> but really look into it see what's 
see, look, look at some of the deeper stuff. I'm not talking about like couldn't melt steel being. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like look at the actual real events that happened and that transpired, and the the long lasting effects of them. And and ask yourself, how could this have been allowed to happen? Because it obviously was. It was it was allowed to happen. I mean. I agree. That's like you're telling yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a lie. But it sure. was. It was used. Um, it was used to start a forever war for fossil fuels, which we just now have a permanent. We're permanently in the, in the Middle East. Like we, we're just in there now, forever. Now. Yes. No. We like we own land there, and it's dressed up as other countries, but we are the dominant presence in some of these places. I mean. Stay woke, y'all. <laughs> Stay woke. Super, ask questions. Read. I mean, read. Actually, read. I'm not talking about headlines. I'm not talking about skimming articles. Read, man. Like, take the blinders off. I guess. Yeah, and just read. Like, actually, read shit. Like, just read shit. <laughs> it's not that hard. Like, I know so many people that are headline, knowing people. They're like, oh, well, I read this. Like, well, if you read the article, it says this and that. And, you got to read stuff, man. You really got to read stuff. And truly question your outlook. Is your outlook the most correct way to look at something? Just because it's always been how you looked at something? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. how you perceive something? Don't just Probably assume not. Don't assume you're right, man. There's I've, about I've, 8 billion other experiences happening on this planet I've, right now. I've like some of the best things I've learned about myself and learned about this world and stuff is because I assumed I wasn't. I was like, well, maybe, let's, let me look at this like I'm not just right, right off the bat. And then exactly. it made me change my mind about stuff. Exactly. That's all the time we have today for this edition of The Pipeline. I'm your host, Piper. And until next time, remember to live presently and be at peace. <laughs>